This is Stone Cold E.T. And when you're listening to the Ohio Indy Report, what? I said the Ohio Indy Report, what? You gotta listen long and you gotta listen hard like the Texas rattlesnake. Ready or not, here I come, you can't I know you think I don't belong here. I know I'm not in good enough shape. It's the only thing I'm good at. I'm okay with doing this on my own. I'm no cartoon character. I refuse to change who I am. I'm not made of plastic. I do this because I love it. Every scar has a story. I know I don't fit the mold. I don't need no contract. I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm proud to be independent. I'm not corporate. I'm proud to be independent. And I am proud to be a I don't. Hey, Doug. I think it's about time we put off for the city, man. They're looking like we forgot or something. Remember that? Man, I'm so pleased, it's a goddamn shame. Welcome ladies and gentlemen, this is Pedro DeLuca, and now it is time for your main event of the evening. Introducing your host from Northeast Ohio, he is heavy set, and now here is the Ohio Indie Report. And welcome back to the Ohio Indie Report right here on the Trending Topics Network as well as the Ohio Wrestling Network. Now, it's been quite some time since I've done an episode here of this show and just, well, a lot's changed. Lasted a show in December and even since then, small amount of time, a lot of things have changed. I'm in a different house right now, living about 20 minutes or so away from Akron in my home area of Portage County. And well, got another microphone. But it depends on how much you listen to me, whether you know that already or not. But it seems like for a while I've had like excuses on why I haven't been able to do a show. And it's just life happens. I've been on the Training Topics Network. If you go www.trainingtopicsnetwork.com or trainingtopicsnetwork.podbean.com, you can check out a bunch of shows that I do every single week, such as, or even... Maybe not every week, but the shows that I'm a part of. In no particular order, even if they're in season right now or not. NFL Easy Picks, Anything Goes, The Rasslecast, Hanging With Heavy, I'm on Old School at the Movies, CFL Easy Picks, and I think that's all of them. And of course, you can find me on the 
allwrestling.com week in review. But I love independent wrestling, and I, I, I've kind of neglected this show for a while. And part of me is kind of getting tired of doing it, but it's just because I'm alone. And I'm trying to bring in people to make these shows a lot easier. One of my ideas that I've had was when I had this in my mind of doing the Ohio Indie Report, I wanted to be able to bring on wrestlers. And that's kind of how it started when I had Jock Samson on as we talked a show that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. But I remember the poster. I just never seen the movie, so that's why it doesn't get to be back in 2012, I believe. And I've had... Wrestlers come on from time to time, graciously appearing from the likes of Marion Fontaine, Veda Scott twice, Colin Delaney, even though he's not a wrestler, Aaron Bauer, and Gregory Iron, of course, too. And there's some I'm missing out, but the point is, like, I wanted to go back and forth with doing those episodes and doing regular episodes with either myself or with friends and... It's hard to differentiate between them sometimes, and a lot of times I was trying to get people onto the show wrestler-wise, and it just wouldn't work out, and I'd pretty much abandon doing that episode, and it happened time and time and time and time and time again. I have my end-of-the-year show that I like doing, and the Absolution show that I like doing with fans, doing a roundtable and whatnot, and... Those are fun. Those, I think, probably some of the most fun shows, and we're going we're gonna to work on the quality of them, too, because this episode, when we get into the actual roundtable part, I don't think it sounds as good, but we're, we are definitely working on improving that here on this show. But, hey, at, at my current rate, my next episode will be at the end of the year when we do the December show. I don't want that to be the case, but I mentioned all the shows prior already that I do, and... I've also been on, and I am the intern for the This Is Awesome Wrestling show, so definitely check that show out too. One of my favorite shows out there right now. And Busy Plate, Busy Guy, and I want to transform and I want to evolve this show that I haven't really done in a while, and I want to eventually bring in people onto the show and have them become a part of my team. Granted, I'm still going to be doing a lot of the recording, a lot of the editing, and all that kind of stuff, but even with tweeting is what I'm having trouble doing is tweeting out every show, and there's just so much, and I need I need help to someone else to do pictures, someone else to do videos. I have enough power on my phone, that's not the case, it's just... It's a lot of stuff that you want to get out there, people. I want to get out there to the masses. So there's a lot to cover right now in the world of AIW. A lot of a lot of shows. I mean, we are here, though, to talk about Absolution 11 today, July 22nd, 2016, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Now, let's, let's, let's dig into what we got coming up to. We already have the next show. Saturday, August 6th, which between you and me, it took me a while to realize that that's my girlfriend's birthday, and I just had to agree to her, like, we are going to spend the whole day together, and I'm probably bringing her to this show, so that's going to be fun, all because I totally, totally forgot about it, but new relationship since I even did the last episode, so hey, we have, like I said, Saturday, October 6th, once again at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, we got Girls Night Out 18, and the only matches we have so far are Allison K versus Britt Baker, and the AIW Women's Title Match, Heidi Loveless versus Crazy Mary Dobson. Also, mark on your calendars, Friday, September 9th. 2016. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. A lot of my, these, because there's a lot of shows coming up. We have AIW's Against the World, which is Friday, August 26, 2016, 7:30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And names that have been announced for the show: Michael Elgin, Tommy End, and Teddy Hart. Going back to the f- Friday, September 9th show. 
we have Bloodsport. Names that have been announced for that are Dan the Beast Severin, Shayna Belzer, Matt Riddle, Cole Cabana, and Grado. <sighs> and one more show that just recently got announced, and I hope to have more on it later, but Friday, September 23rd, 2016, once again at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, the whole shebang, a farewell to Johnny Gargano. Now, so many shows on the horizon right now, and gives me time to start digging into them and let's hopefully get some podcasts going for this and try to try to make something of it and of course all the shows that i did mention i did fail to mention that since i've done a episode of the ohio indie report we have aiw themselves starting their own podcast called the card is going to change and personally i i love the show between you and me i was actually forwarded at the time their next three episodes which has been this week's episode, last week's episode, and I already have next week's episode, which I haven't listened to quite yet. And I, I love the show. Great show. So definitely go to iTunes if you don't already. Subscribe to that show. They are going to tell you stories behind the scenes that I cannot. I'm just a fan doing a podcast about AIW. So we got Absolution coming up. And that's today. Hopefully you're listening to this on the way to the show. Or maybe listen on the way home from the show. I don't know. But... Without any further ado, let's get into this card. Let's get into this show for the roundtable. And first, I'm going to do what I always do for these shows, and I'm going to go over the full card, and then we will go into the roundtable. And when we come back, go over the card one more time. So, like I said, this is Absolution 11, Friday, January 22nd, 2016, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. We have on the card Jock Sampson with... Colonel Parker versus Dick Justice with Dutch Mantel in a Texas death match. We have Ray Rowe versus Tim Donst. Lewis Linden versus Zack Sabre Jr. I'm going to butcher these names. I'm going to butcher them later in the show too. Just get with me. I didn't take Spanish in high school. And I'm horrible at pronouncing words. Skade Jr. Steve Payne and Gringo Loco versus DJZ, Laredo Kid, and Bandorio. The AIW Tag Team Title Match, Best 2 of 3 Falls, Hot Sauce Entertainment versus 2 Infinity and Beyond. The Intense Title Match, Alex Daniels versus Cedric Alexander versus Jerry versus Facade. The Duke and BJ Whitmer versus Frankie Flint in a Mystery Co-Star. Johnny Gargando and Candice LeRae versus EC3 and Carly Perez and your AIW Absolute Title Match, Ethan Page versus Josh Prohibition versus Josh Alexander. Now, before we get into the roundtable segment, let's hear what Jock Sampson and Dick Justice have to say about their match. I got nothing to say. Usually I got a big inspiration and finger pointing and I just, I don't have it anymore. Jock Sampson, you've changed me for the worst. And forgot about Dre, we were supposed to end it. That was going to be it. I was dead set on beating you. Tossing you out and never seeing you again. But you, you took it to another level. Not only did you bust me wide open, bleeding all over. But you grabbed that ice pick and you stabbed me in my head what felt like a thousand times. 
The next morning I looked at my forehead and there was 18 individual holes in my forehead. Now it's cleaned up since, but the memory remains in my brain. Samson, people have begun to tell me that I am not the same Dick Justice that that they once knew that Dick, you're not as happy anymore. You're not as jolly. And that's because I can't stop thinking about it. Everything you've done to me has weighed on me every day of my life. From Missy to the embarrassment to the harassment to the blood. Everything. Everything is right here, every day. And Colonel, I didn't forget about you. You just as dirty and sneaky and rotten as you was 20 years ago. But I got your number. You see, first of all, I called for the Texas death match. And I get it, we're not in Texas. But there's a stipulation that comes with a Texas death match. It ain't a three count. It ain't trying to answer the ten count. It's both. It's both of those things that you have to be so incapacitated that you can't answer neither of them. And that's the kind of pain that I want to bring to you, Samson. That is the kind of pain I'm looking to inflict on you. And we got two strands of barbed wire on the side. So you got even less places to run. This is not the kind of match that I foresaw myself being in. But there's just nothing I want more than your blood on my hands. You've already had mine. I remember. But I want yours. I want bruised knuckles. I'll break my knuckle over your hand if it means I can cut you one more time. And Colonel Robert Parker, I've evened the odds. You see, I've contacted a gentleman who you know pretty well. A man who started riots everywhere he's ever been. You might say he's very dirty. I'm talking about dirty Dutch Mantel. He's gonna be in my corner July the 22nd at Absolution. We've even the odds, Jock. What are you gonna do when they're not in your favor? July 22nd, 2016. Absolution 11, the biggest show in the history of AIW. And it's me and Dick Justice in a Texas death match in Cleveland, Ohio, the most fickle city, the most two-faced city in the United States. And me and you, Dick, are in a Texas death match because this has been a great year. Why not finish it off in a Texas death match, Dick? Why not have Wrestling legend Dirty Dutch Mantel in your corner. Why not have the good Colonel Robert Parker in mine? 
in one of the greatest, most violent matches in the history of wrestling. Nick Justice, I want you to understand something right now. I'm willing to do things to you. That's going to harm you, that's going to maim you, that's going to make you bleed. I'm willing to, to physically put you in a wheelchair if I could do that. If I could put you in a wheelchair, I would do it and I would do it with a smile. And you've got to be willing to do those damn things to me, Dick Justice. So, Colonel and Dutch are going to be there. They're going to be cheering because I'm not worried about Dutch Mantel because i got good Colonel Robert Parker. He's been kicking his ass for years. I'm not worried about it. He's got my back. Does Dutch got your back? So you better be willing to fight. You better be ready to bleed. You better be ready to suffer. Because Jock Sampson's coming to Cleveland on July 22nd for Absolution 11. I'm coming to kick your fucking ass, dick. I'll see you there. I hope you're ready. And we're back here on the Ohio Indie Report. And we are doing our yearly absolution roundtable discussion things are going to be a little bit different from here on forward for many different reasons that we don't need to get into but i'm being joined like always on these episodes we have dustin alberti hi justin it's nice to talk to you again it is nice and it's nice to hear you not on a podcast where it sounds like you're far away from the microphone the the issues are being worked on which, since we've last done an episode, you now have your own network, per se. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's a work in progress. I mean, nothing. everything that's up is kind of just me messing with things and working on stuff. I haven't really been doing a ton of promoting for it, but once I kind of get everything figured out, it's going to be a lot more of a... Uh of a weekly thing and a lot more a lot more involved once I get everything down pat. And being joined this time now with a new member of the Ohio Indie Report, and we'll be hopefully on more episodes going forward, because I am thinking about changing a lot of the format of the show and doing more fan episodes, if not making them all fan episodes, but being joined by a Ohio Center for Broadcasting graduate, I believe. We have Peyton Vince. How's it going, guys? And you guys are correct. Justin, you're correct. It is Ohio Center for Broadcasting, or at least it used to be. Now it is Ohio Media School. But Media School, huh? <laughs> they decided it was cool to change the name. So, I mean, I still say I go to Ohio, or went to Ohio Center for Broadcasting, so I don't like change. And you're also part of a website as well. That is correct. The website, I'll plug that early on because why not? That's what people do. The website is NEO for Northeast Ohio. So it's neosportsinsiders.com. Is that what we cover you... wrestling, Indians, Cavs, all the local sports, high school football, high school sports in general, UFC, all of the above. So Northeast Ohio, NEO, that's I had no idea that's what that stood for. Well, I mean, some people don't... I, I hate to point out some people, but you know how that is. Some people, including myself, didn't know what that stood for for a while. It doesn't surprise me you didn't know. D did you think it was uh, a... Thanks, Dustin. Did you think it was a Matrix reference, judging by your audio? Um, yeah, it could be. <laughs> All right. We have a lot to go over with this card, Absolution 11, today, because this will be coming out on Friday. A lot of great matches, and we are going to talk about a couple of them and then we're going to go over picks of who we think's going to win these matches and we're going to start off with one of my favorites a match that's been brewing for a little while now we have the duke and bj whitmer versus frankie flynn and a mystery partner do we start with this feud or do we start with who's going to be the mystery partner 
I would say we definitely start with the feud. I mean, it has been one of the most talked about feuds in... Uh, um, I, I, I guess it hasn't really been all talked about, maybe? Uh, it's not... It, you know, I think it's a much better feud than it gets credit for. It's had a really good build. But I think just because it's... It's Frankie Flynn. It's not getting any attention on the indies, but there's been some good stuff out of it. I mean, this started late last year with Frankie Flynn having his run-ins with the Duke and his, at the time, client or whatever, Eddie Kingston, and Frankie Flynn kept getting the best of them. Eddie Kingston quit AIW, and the Duke finds a quick replacement with BJ Whitmer, and it's been pretty much the same story but i think this has been more with the duke and bj whitmer coming out on top well bj whitmer is a legend in indie wrestling he's a legend in wrestling itself the man's done everything uh he's been around for years now i mean i I can't think of indie wrestling without bj whitmer the second longest intense title reign yeah behind davy vega correct or no behind uh that is correct Tyler Black, behind Tyler Black. Was it behind Tyler Black? Because I thought BJ Whitmer was the longest, and then Vega beat it. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it, No, I could have sworn... Maybe it was. I thought Tyler Black had a long reign. I don't know. I could easily be wrong. That'd be something to ask uh, Matt Wadsworth. He knows all those uh, title reign records. I know he, they didn't beat the longest title reign ever. Because I believe that's Allison K. Yes, the women, the former AIW Women's Champion Allison K, does have the longest title reign of any champion in AIW history. So, where do you stand on this, Peyton? Well, I mean, obviously, I think you had a good point in saying that it isn't necessarily a hugely recognized feud throughout all the independents. But in the end, I think it has gotten a. It's been getting pretty a pretty good amount of looks around here in Ohio, and I mean you have uh, AIW trainee and Frankie Flynn and a mystery co-star or co-partner, whatever you want to call him, and uh, against the Duke and BJ Whitmer, and I mean Frankie Flynn and the Duke have been going back and forth since. Could you really account it as almost fresh meat almost last year? But it's been yeah. them going back and forth for a long, long time. And Fresh Meat last year was back in October. So, I mean, I think this possibly finally ends the feud that's going on with Frankie Flynn and the Duke. Now, the question to be answered, the biggest question that everybody's asking, who is the mystery tag team partner? Dustin, you were talking about you had a list of names that you think it is. Do you want to go over them and think who do you think is the uh, your top pick? Well, here we go. I'm saying we have all of the options of all of the students outside of, obviously, Alex Daniels, who has a match later in the card. But all the other students are free. He could pick anybody. I mean, he's been with them for a while. It could be anybody from there. I personally am going to choose the recently coming out of retirement and saying they went back into retirement, but I'm not going to believe it. The passion John Thorne came out of retirement yesterday. And I think I think that maybe John Thorne is sick of Duke throwing his money around. John Thorne must come show Duke whose company it is. I mean, last match prior to uh, the Warp Tour from the Passion John Thorne, that was Apso... I believe eight. eight. Yes, eight, I believe. Don't quote me on it, but I believe it's eight. 
barbed wire match. I have a stained stained sweater vest to prove that they bled. I'll never forget that because that was the one that they they announced. Well, it's just enough to announce. Is that they said we're not going to announce the stipulation of this match until the show starts, and you walk in, and the ring is covered with barbed wire for ropes. So we go, oh, so that's what kind of match this is. What is okay? That that's your top name. Is there any other names that you have? Me? I mean, honestly, there's there's a million people. I mean, think about all the people we haven't seen in AIW in a long time. I mean, fruit not and, necessarily fruit and winners. Oh, fruit and winners. I actually I just talked to Dave the Potato yesterday. We were talking about uh, him being in one of the most dominant trios of all time with Ben Fruit and Corey Winners. I mean, honestly, it could be anybody. You, you think about it, and what if, like, let's say Frankie Flint for some reason made a deal with uh, Greg Iron, get somebody from the Iron Curtain. I mean, it's the possibilities are limit limitless. Uh, if you think of the fact that he's part of the he's part of the he's part of the AIW Academy, uh, Johnny Gargano is his trainer. Johnny Gargano, he could have went to Johnny and said, "Hey, Johnny, go find me somebody." And I mean, think about the names that he could get. I mean, for Frankie Flynn, finding a partner is absolutely limitless. Anybody could come and help him take care of B.J. Whitmer and the Duke. What about you, Peyton? Well, for me, I mean, just going back to Dustin's point about Johnny having countless options for Frankie, and I think Frankie would pull that pull that string, if you will. I mean, look back to December at uh, Keep the Change of Filthy Animal. Johnny wound up pulling a string and ended up having Tommaso Ciampa. So maybe he does it again. Now I'm actually thinking that Tommaso Ciampa teams up with Frankie Flynn and faces off against the Duke and BJ Whitmer. That's my choice as of right now. I got two names. I mean, not two names. I got two words for you. And he is one of the Duke's biggest enemies. Talking... Chris Dickinson? <laughs> no. Talking. I wish. You were right with a C. Chest flexor. Oh, that's a real good opportunity. I didn't even think chest flexor. I mean, if anybody wants to get the Duke, it's chest flexor. I mean, for Christ's sake. That's a, that's, a, that's a solid choice. Now, I keep hearing a lot of people say that they think... Or they know that it's going to be Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston quit. I mean, he quit before. I remember him quitting how many years ago? Eddie Kingston quit. Are you trying to say Eddie Kingston's going to go back on his word? Eddie Kingston's good on his word. How dare you? If Eddie Kingston is there, <laughs> he doesn't I'm seem him, like that type of man. Him a liar. I'm not calling him a liar. I'm just saying you Eddie, Eddie Kingston. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's quit before and he's come back. So. He's quit, so he could come back. But who he knows? Threw, he threw a garbage can at a fan. Who hasn't done that? I know him and... Actually, didn't him and Dickinson do it on the same show? Like, just pick up one of those big... It was one of the big blue barrel garbage cans and throw it at some, throw it in the crowd. I've heard of that happening a few times. A few different matches. I've heard nachos getting all over people, but that's a different story. Good times. <laughs> I hope someone eventually ate those nachos. I thought we weren't going to bring my past into this. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Justin. <laughs> but like I said, I know people have been saying that my my bet's behind Jess Flexer because Flexer versus the Duke, absolute classic. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's go over. How about a match that's also been stirring from Keep the Change of Filthy M? Actually. Longer than that, if you think about it, we have the Texas Death Match: Dick Justice with Dutch Mantel versus Jock Sampson with Colonel 
Parker. That dirty, dirty, dirty Jock Samson. Jock and Dick, Dutch, Colonel. I mean, it's this. A, a, if you want to get technical, this has been going on since right around Apso last year. Yeah, it started. It started at. Yeah. Uh, didn't it start at Jaylit last year. Yeah. Started when uh yeah Jock Sampson came out as Freddy Krueger to face up. Oh no, it wasn't Jaylit because Jaylit was the original Freddy Krueger. Uh, when was that? When it was, was oh was it Absolution? August or September? No, it wasn't Absolution. When was it the September show then? I believe it was a September show. Because August last year was Battle of the Sexes too. Yes. So it must have been September. So September of last year, it's been almost a year, and this feud still—I mean, it's only gotten—it's only gotten dirtier and dirtier. Jack Sampson's a dastardly, dastardly man. And getting Dutch Mantel or Zeb Coulter, whatever you want to call him, in the corner of Dick Justice has finally leveled the playing field because the absolute brutalness that we have seen from Jack Sampson against Dick, where he just beats Dick to a bloody pulp. I mean, you need Zeb. And this is the the match that Memphis wish it had right. Now. It's this is the new Memphis. I don't know if you if you understand that. Though I will say I don't know if Memphis wishes they had a Texas death match. I think we're in two different states there. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you on that, Dustin. Well, but if you say that, then I guess we're in Ohio. But Memphis wishes they had the match, but it's a Texas death match. So and and Memphis is closer to Texas than we are. That's true. I guess I don't know. Can we talk about the stipulation of a Texas death match? The fact that you not only have to pin your opponent, but you have to beat them unconscious for a ten count, so that they can't even get up after the fact. There's so much brutality. Somebody is going down. Somebody may never be seen in AIW ever again after this match. Someone might not even walk out of there. It is a death match. Yeah, that's the kind of, yeah, that's kind true. Of, kind of point. No one's wa- someone's not walking out of this. I don't think there's much else. I, I I'm definitely looking forward to this match though. Oh yeah, I, I love blood. So anytime, <laughs> anytime there's blood, I'm 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 sold. I'm looking forward to it, but I mean, if this spills out into the crowd, I mean, be scared and get out of the way. <laughs> Do you mean if or when? Well, not, it, it'll be a win situation, most likely. All right, let's go over really quick. I'll go over the intense title match. The champion, Alex Daniels versus Cedric Alexander versus Facade versus Jerry. Alex Daniels, after winning the intense title, I can't, I'm not saying he's not, it's not that he's been on a roll, he hasn't had many matches, but he has been impressive. And to go up against Cedric Alexander, Facade, and the former champion who has been vindictive, Jerry. So, vindictive, excuse me? He's, he won, he he won, uh, vindictive, maybe that's the wrong word. Uh, You're making Jerry sound like a bad guy. Are you trying to make Jerry sound like a bad guy? I would only be making Jerry sound like a bad guy if he made Gregory Iron sound like a bad guy. Whoa, whoa. Are you trying to say Gregory Iron's a bad guy? I'll never say Gregory Iron's a bad guy. Uh, He does have Alex Daniels now. That's a... I I love Jerry, but Alex Daniels is a bit of a step up. Just a bit. Bit of a step up. Never say anything. But I do have to say that I've seen it a couple of shows with Jerry that they... Jerry does have his own section. I think doesn't everybody have their own section now? I haven't seen an Alex Daniels section yet, but we can today possibly at Absolution. Are Jerry fans called geriatrics? I you'd have to ask them. Actually. Excuse he, me. Doesn't doesn't uh, Jerry's great grandma come to shows? Great great grandma Jerry. I think so. I believe it. So that make her G G J. 
Did you see Grandma Jerry? No, no. I think we were saying great Grandma Jerry, but who knows? That's, that's that's what I meant. That's what I meant to say. Great Grandma Jerry. Okay. And I think in a match like this, you cannot count out Cedric Alexander, who Cruiserweight Classic. Can't. Quite possibly, maybe signed. <laughs> maybe Triple H said he was. <clears throat> so, so I've heard on different podcasts that define I've heard nothing. That define the definition of being mature or something like that. I don't know. And then facade. What about him? Former former champion. Former champion. Uh, already lost to Alex Daniels. So didn't he? Yeah, pretty sure he lost to Alex Daniels somewhere along the line. Try to think. Wasn't last show. Could have sworn he beat him in a scramble or something. I don't know. Pretty sure Alex Daniels has it in the bag, though. I hope so. He is the new Ben Affleck. Except I don't get the... He is the Ben Affleck of professional wrestling. No, wait. He is the real-life Ben Affleck. I messed that up. He's the better Ben Affleck. The only... Yeah. uh, The only thing I don't get is the Departed reference. Uh, what Departed reference? He has the tights that say Departed. That's... It's a... It's a Ben Affleck movie. It's not. But it is. (laughs) But it's not. I don't know. I really don't know. I've never seen it departed. Neither I don't have time I, for that. Neither have I, but I've checked up IMDb and I went, oh, wait, what? I don't know. He has the Gone Girl trunks, though, and I do like those. Good movie, good book. But I didn't read the book. I've got... Uh, I didn't either. I read uh, it. I mean, I listened to it. Oh, you didn't read it either? You read it? Yeah, didn't. I read it on Reddit. I'm really confused. It's <laughs> Welcome to the show, Peyton. Did it give you, like, a spoiler or something? <laughs> no, I uh, I listened to the book. Oh. I put, put my ear on the cover, and I was like, tell me your sweet stories. And it just <laughs> it just told me. Aha. Uh-huh. So, Peyton, what do you think? Well, I think that... Uh, it doesn't matter what movie. you think. All righty, then. I'm just kidding, Peyton. Please tell us what you think. Okay, I'll enlighten you guys with my knowledge. But uh, anyways, I think that this four-way for the intense title is going to be a great match. I mean, you have Alex Daniels, Cedric Alexander, Facade, Jerry. All have different styles. I mean, it's Facade's known for high-flying. Alex Daniels, he, he used to fly. It's not necessarily shown as much. Jerry's not really a liar, but he, he, has, he has flown once in a while. So, I mean, I don't think this would be a grounded match necessarily. But uh, I think Alex ends up holding onto the title, and maybe it's with a little help of Greg. We'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll go over picks later, because we'll eventually make our picks out loud. Oh, fair enough. No, that was mine. It's all right. I made the pick, too. It's no big deal. Everybody knows Alex is going to win, so what's the point? Is there anything that we want to say about the tag team match of Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae versus EC3 and... Carly Perez, a.k.a. Oh, shit, why, why did her NXT name blank on me? Maxine. 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 Yeah, Maxine. I believe they were the, uh, I, I think they were homecoming king and queen of NXT. I believe it's they probably were. not true, but I'm I, assuming they probably were. I believe they were called the only re- real reason to watch NXT at that point. That's, that's definitely a, a true fact. I mean, is there anything that we that we want to say about this? I, I know it's a match I'm per- really looking forward to. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great match. And, I mean, I think the fact that we now know Johnny Gargano is leaving the Indies and he's going to WWE, I think that this match kind of holds a little bit more a little bit more uh, meaning now because it's his... Uh, I, we don't know if this will be the last time he faces EC3 slash Michael Hutter, but for two guys who grew up in the same, the same scene pretty much and they both seen each other 
reach the heights that they're reaching. And I mean, with the way things are looking, we easily could see uh, EC3 and Johnny Gargano at the top of the uh, at the top of their games in the number one and number one and number two. If you count them as your number two uh, companies in the country, which says a lot for the Cleveland wrestling scene, and not only that, it shows a lot for uh, what it's been able to harness and all the people that it's going to be able to take up. I mean, people from Cleveland are already at the top of everything. I mean, if you look at uh, Miz and Dolph Ziggler, you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cleveland Indians. I mean, basically everybody from Cleveland is the is Cleveland. On top Bro- right oh, now. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't hear what you said Not there. The Browns. I'm, I'm sorry. Your Steelers connection cut in. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll let, I'll let the silence say just so you feel bad. I, I do. Because remember, you are surrounded on this call by two Browns fans. Well, and I, I hate to Browns. be that guy, but I have more rings. Well, I don't, but my team does. But this is a wrestling <laughs> podcast, am I right? Are we talking championships? Because I believe I know a team that has more championships than the Steelers, and their name is the Cleveland Browns. Thank you very much. I was saying Super Bowls. Hold on, hold on. If we want to get a little sports talk, which is fine. I don't give a damn. It's my show. You just said <laughs> you said my team has more rings. That's correct. It it, mm-hmm. it shows what you actually know about football because championship rings were pre Super Bowl. You know that. Right? Well, I, I think I'm going to throw in the age card rings. here. I was so I wasn't around for the championship hold era. Hold, hold on, okay. neither, hold on. Neither was either of us. I, I just I just go, oh, this is history? Let me read up on it before I start talking I know, shit. I know a thing or two about history. I know, it's Let true. Let me tell you something about history. RG3 is going to take us to a Super Bowl this year. That is very Cleveland-like. Uh, if that happens, good for the Browns. But if it doesn't, don't want, don't want reality. Don't be one of those Browns fans that think they're going to go 16-0 and and win a Super Bowl. Please. RG3 never molested a woman in a bar. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, and if calm down, hold on, hold on, hold on. Calm down, Johnny Manziel. Standing Ray Rice, I could say that our running back never. Oh yeah, Johnny Manziel. I forgot about him too. No, no, no. I was, I was gonna, gonna go to the Ray Rice if he was, goes there. I was going to Dustin. I was saying, calm down. Uh, I don't know who Johnny no, Manziel is. No. Calm, calm down, Johnny Manziel. We're not going to the Super Bowl know. this year. I don't know who Johnny Manziel is. I don't know who that person is. Put the is bottle he jail down. He's no. He's uh. He's hidden. Uh, he's erased from everybody's Hold memory. On. I have no idea who that guy is. Hold on, Steelers. Except fans, for public records, Steelers fans can't talk about jail. They're no better. Hey, he never went to jail. I wasn't talking about him. He still got, there's still players that go to jail. There's still players on your Fair team. That, there's still players on your team that get high too. Don't. I don't think we could talk and, about that either. Same with Josh <laughs> I Gordon. I said two. Two means what? as like I said two as in as well. Oh, I thought you were saying the number two. No. I said, you got players that get high, too. Number two. two. Who's who's number two? I don't know who number two is. Johnny Manziel. Who? Johnny Manziel. Actually, no. How you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Billy Manziel. Does that does that help? Who? Billy Manziel. How you Still doing? Still nothing. How many, how, many, how many guys over there at Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders are Browns fans? Just, just question. Uh, the majority except for two. You and the Broncos fans? Me and the head writer of the site, so... And what you hold each other's hands while you write stories about the Steelers? Um, that's undisclosed information. No, I thought I thought he was a Broncos fan. If I got who the correct head writer is, right? Just the one who I who's a head writer, and I could rattle it off to you. Who do you think it is? Vince. Vince? No, the head writer is okay. well. Obviously, Vince is a writer, but not the head writer. The head writer is Matt Lodi. And he's actually a Steelers fan, and he has written a book about the Steelers, and also he has one, if not already out, about the Cleveland Browns also. 
I wrote two poetry books. We actually have two authors. I'm friends with Steve Guy, and he wrote uh, Memoirs of a Wingman, but that's a different story. Steve Guy's a I haven't written a book yet. All right. We'll get away from the sports talk. People will probably turn this podcast off already. Let's get into the main event. Possibly. Let's get into the absolute title match. Ethan Page versus Josh Prohibition versus the guy who retired last year at Absolution in the main event, Josh Alexander. The walking weapon. Who... Can't say it's not, not who's going to win, but this, I'm looking forward to this match. I like Paige. I like that Josh Alexander's back. J-Pro is kind of in the same-ish situation as Johnny Gargano, which I was going to get into a whole thing about him, but we could talk about him later. Could be Josh Prohibition's last absolution. Is he going out? Josh Prohibition's getting signed to WWE? <laughs> I said similar, as in this might be the last absolution for him. He's getting signed to NXT? Maybe. Actually, I've always said this. Josh what about Prohibi- TNA? <sighs> He'd much rather be a school teacher. <laughs> Actually, because I've always thought if WWE could sign Josh Provision, it would be or should be for promos. One of my favorite promo cutters in all the Indies. Yeah, he would definitely be on the creative side for sure. Some of the best promos out there. And I don't know if they all have the same feel, but there's some that he cuts. He starts off very, I want to say normal, just very calm. And then he slowly builds it up. And he doesn't get into the hardcore intense that you might see in some of the promos from, like, Tim Donce or something. But he gets not that far away from it, and I love that intensity and those promos from Josh Provision so great. It's because the man's a professional. So if I can mention really quick, going back to the fact that we could have someone in Josh Prohibition go into possibly NXT into creative so he could teach them how they could he could teach and help them out with promos. It's like something it sounds familiar. Allegedly. Allegedly. Correct. It, it, I find it weird that he'd be teaching something. Because he's a teacher, that'd make it even less weird. I don't know where you're coming from, Peyton. I, I don't know either. I'm coming from left field. It's, oh, it's a sports it's, reference. I'm sorry. I, oh, I know, I know a thing or two about sports, like the fact that the Browns have more championships than the Steelers. <laughs> Let's talk about the Cleveland Indians for a minute, all right? You got championships. That's something we could agree oh, on. You know. eh, well, I'm only caring about the Cleveland Indians for another about a couple weeks. Yeah, and then it is football season for you. All right, guys, let's let's get let's get on track here. I've I've got I've got to go to bed soon. But thoughts on this match? The competitors: Ethan Page, Josh Prohibition, Josh Alexander. We have a sixty-six point six 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 repeating chance that, or two thirds, that a Josh is going to win this match. Yeah, that is correct. If I had to pick a winner, I would pick a Josh on those odds. I'd pick a Josh too. Now, who would win in a tag team match? Let's put the Monster Mafia back together, and let's have them go against Cedric Alexander and Ricky Shane Page. So we are going to have Page and Alexander versus Page and Alexander. Who's winning? Oh, Page and Alexander wins every time. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Yeah, I'd have but, to say that's correct. But Page and Alexander, though. No, yeah, yeah right. I, I'm Page not discounting Page and Alexander. Page and Alexander are fantastic, but there's no way Page and Alexander lose. I'm saying Page and Alexander win that match, hands down. I don't care what you guys say. I mean, maybe on any other day, but on that particular day, I'm sure Paige and Alexander would win. No, I think the other Paige and Alexander might win over Paige and Alexander. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. No, no it sounded like you were just trying to say that Paige and Alexander would go over Paige and Alexander. No, that's what Justin said. Now, what... Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure he was saying that Paige and Alexander would go over Paige and Alexander also. No, no, no. I said I'm Paige saying that Paige Alexander... and Alexander would go over Paige and Alexander. I think you're, I think you're lost, Peyton. Now, will Paige pin Alexander... Alexander Pinpage? Vice versa? Um, what, what, what's going to go on here? Honestly, I, think... I believe that uh, you could have Alexander pin Alexander. 
Yeah, or else you could have Paige pin Paige. I I think that I honestly think that uh, Alexander would pin Alexander. I, I I think this is uh, endless possibilities of a match, and I don't know why. It's so you think it's time to like turn the page or something? <sighs> You're so bad, Pete. <laughs> All right, let's get. I just have to go with Paige and Alexander. So yeah, it's a good choice. That's what I keep saying. All right. Back to this page in Alexander versus this page in Alexander <laughs> uh, against Page and Alexander. No, <laughs> no, Josh and Josh versus Ethan. Yeah, Josh and Josh oh, versus okay. Ethan. We're done talking about that tag team match. All right. Yes, yes, we're done. I'm. So let's break this down for a second, guys. The absolute champion is Ethan Page, and we know what Ethan Page has done. He is now a three-time, correct, three-time absolute champion? I believe that is correct. Somebody, somebody want to check that for me? I'm assuming. We'll just I, go with it. Uh, beating Colin, beating... Eric Ryan? Or no, is Eric Ryan now a three-time? I think Eric Ryan's a three-time. Or he beat Ultramanus. No, Ultramanus beat him. Ultramanus beat him. I think three is right, because both of his first title reigns, I think, were short. Yes. One had to get cut short because of the Ultramanus. Well, it didn't have to get cut short. Ultramanus beat him on his debut match, and then he lost it to... <sighs> I don't know, guys. Um, Let's just know. go with three. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's three, but... Ethan Page is, he's proven that he is the champion. He's proven that he can defend it multiple times. Uh, Josh Alexander never really had a chance to get his full run due to his uh, unfortunate... Unfortunate circumstance, I guess you could yes, say. His his thinking that he needed to retire and then retiring and finding out later that it didn't have to happen. And a guy like Josh Prohibition, even though he's never held the absolute title... Uh, as far as I know, I'm pretty sure I'm right there and that he's never held it. Uh, he is championship material in anybody's book. Uh, you put him up against anybody and he is a champion. He is, he is the personification of what a champion should, a champion should be. What about you, Peyton? You know what? Honestly, I mean, Dustin had nothing but great things to say about Josh Prohibition and I'm pretty sure that (laughs) I'd be on the same boat. Yeah, I didn't say that necessarily. He said some great things. I didn't say Dustin is great, except for when I did right now. Just said but, it. Uh, hey, can, we get that, can we get that cut and put that in a couple places? It's up to the audio engineer, I guess, but uh, we'll figure that out. But uh, anyways, going back to the match, Ethan has proved that he is talented. All The whole entire group is talented, but I mean, it's it's. I don't know if it's going to shock whoever wins this. But I think it is going to be a surprise as to who might win and what might happen afterwards. If I'm correct, most most absolutions, at least since I've been a fan, have ended in some sort of surprise one way or another. Whether it be a cash-in, whether it be the debut of Nixon, which was one of my favorites. That was a, that was a hell of a night. Peyton, someday, someday you might learn the, the history of Nixon. Yeah, I know. I'm still a baby when it comes to this type of wrestling. Just, so. just understand that there's no such thing as a nonviolent revolution. Okay. And you should wake up. But anyway. Uh, but the, a lot of them end really... How do I describe it? Just, yeah. I, they always end. have some type of twist at the end. It's always a... I mean, I guess... I, I mean, if you look at last year, I mean, if we're just talking title match... Last year's title match ended in a bit of a twist. I mean, the entire show didn't really end in a twist because of the big main event taking over the title spot. But, but 
but that big main event was just a big yeah it was more special attraction than part of the show it was those end of shows put into a match basically well i mean we we had the the giant human centipede and if only matt cross could have jumped off the balcony and all this kind of that match was just fantastic and then you had um you had ec3 sucking it and sucking it on paper yeah he did suck it so, which was Petro's last show at the time, too. Yeah, at the time. What? A, so, if you retired at Absolution, odds are within a year you're going to be unretired. That is correct. It's good to know. All right. Um, like I said, I'm definitely looking forward to this match with Ethan Page and everything he's done the past year. Or so, this has been his obviously his best title run. Josh Prohibition. You, there's not much more you can say about him and Josh Alexander coming back from his retirement and in, in the way that he did and winning. Winning Jaylet, I think, technically, yeah, in AIW, since his return, Josh Alexander is undefeated. That is correct. So he could keep that going going forward, but we will wrap that part up. Now we're going to go over all the matches really quick, and we will revisit some of the ones that we've already spoke about, but we'll talk briefly about who we think is going to win and maybe why. And we will start with, how about one of my favorite matches that we haven't talked about? Raymond Rowe versus Tim Donst. The crowd... And AIW is changing, and that yeah, I've realized that. And Donst, I still loved him. Donst isn't getting the same reactions, and this is—I think this is going to be really interesting. And you could see it, a different side of Tim Donst come out of this. But I'm not going against Rayro, so that's who I'm picking. How about you, Peyton? Uh, you know what? I mean, you were talking about Tim Donst. I mean, how there used to be a Donst section, but then uh, people stopped showing up to shows. So that section ended up dwindling down, and it, there's not much of that section anymore. And I really hate to go against Donst, but I think in reality it's telling me that Ray Rowe will go over. So I think I'm going to have to go with Rowe, even though I don't want to. But reality is hitting me, and I think Raymond Rowe ends up beating Tim Donst at Absolution. Dustin? Donst has fallen on hard times, guys. Uh, Tim Donst, a year ago, he made his return from a possible having to retire. Talking about people having to come back from retirement. Uh, There's like a thing going on with Absolutions and whatnot. Yeah, a lot of... With retiring and returns and... It's weird, but... uh, I mean, he needs a win. He needs a win. That's I think that's that's the big difference between him and Ray Rowe. I think Tim Donst needs this win, and for that reason, I believe Tim Donst pulls it out. Let's move on to Lewis Linden versus Zach Sabre Jr., a, another participant of the Cruiserweight Classic. How many participants of Cruiserweight Classic do we have on this? I believe four. I think we have four of... Uh, Five, if you want to count a qualifying match. Technically not in it, but he was in a qualifying match for it, and that would be Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. But it kind of makes Absolution the place to be. So, yeah. so who are, are, wait, are we saying just on this show? Who, uh? Yeah. Oh, on this show. Okay, I was going to say, I thought we were talking about who's been in AIW that's in the no, Cruiserweight. No, no. no on this show. Because I, I think that a, a missed, a missed uh, person who has been in AIW who... Is in the cruiserweight champ in the cruiserweight classic is Lindsay Dorado. Fun fact. 
But back to the match at hand, Lewis Linden versus Zack Sabre Jr., one of the best in the world, going up against the man from Great Britain, Zack Sabre Jr. I knew that's where you were going with it. <laughs> it's, it Lewis Linden and Dangling. That's, that's all that got to be said. But I, I think you can't stop Zack Sabre Jr. right now. No, dude's on a roll. Zack Sabre Jr. is, I mean, all kidding aside, he is one of the best technical wrestlers I have ever seen, not just in the world today, but that I've ever seen. And you could put him, could you imagine if he was around back in the early 90s, could have a match against a guy like Mr. Perfect or a guy like Bret Hart? Think about the just purely pure wrestling matches that a guy like him could have had, or even if you go farther back. And I mean, he's a real, he's a real student of the game. The, the gotchas of the world, the Luthezes of the world, the Ganyas of the world. A guy like Zack Sabre Jr. is just, you could have put him in any any uh, point in history as far as technical wrestling goes, and that guy, you could put him up against the best of them. I, I think uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is coming out of this one, the winner. You know what, as for me, I think Zack Sabre Jr. is also winning us. Are winning this, and I think that's three of us all agreeing and going back to the point of just Zack Sabre Jr. Once I saw him for the first time, I saw something that was different compared to technical wrestling that I used to see because back a while ago, I wasn't too crazy about it, but when I saw that live against Ethan Page, my mindset and attitude changed to technical wrestling, and he makes it fun, and it wasn't boring compared to some technical wrestlers you've seen previously. All right, let's move on to me botching a bunch of names because they're all Spanish, and yeah. And I don't know all of them too well. We have DJZ and the Laredo Kid. You got that one right. Good job, good job, DJZ. Uh, Laredo Kid. That's that's right, you got Laredo Kid, correct? Great, great, I've been Laredo, fun fact. And their tag team partner, Bandorito. Bandolero? Bandolero, yeah, him. He just mumbled something, but it's all right, Justin. I think... Uh, I pretty much said band- burrito. I pretty much said bandurito. Bandolero. Not banderitos. It's bandolero. But what? But I could be also saying a band of Doritos or a band called Dorito, like bandurito. Are they in that match? <laughs> they could be. Because <laughs> I'm terrible with these names. Going up against uh, is Scrade Junior. Sky Junior. Sky Junior. Steve Payne. I think I got that one right. Steve I Payne. don't know. That one sounded a little tough. I think it's. I think it's Steve Payne. Steve Payne. Yeah, and it's the same set. Okay, let me let me try with this one. Um, the other uh, tag team partner of that team, Gringo Loco. El Gringo Loco. Gringo Loco. Did I get that, did I get that right? Gringo Loco. That sounds about yeah. correct. Uh, I think that the team uh, that's going to win that match is definitely going to be the one with the luchador on it. No, that is definitely correct. Well, which luchador are you saying? I'm saying the one luchador. Um, are we, uh, the one are we that Justin gonna, can't say. Are we all agreeing with Band of Doritos? Band of Doritos it is. If I mean, it's just going to be a fun match. I mean, it's not really a match like to pick as far as who it's going to be. I mean, I'm, I guess we'd go Laredo Kid, DJZ, because it's got the name to it. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a fun match. It's not a match that's there for win-loss record. It's a match that's there for what the hell did they just do type. type. Yeah, excitement. I'm going to put the over-under at 2.5 of death spots in this match where we think someone's dead. Over, I'm going under. over. Always picking the over. I'll pick under. Uh, this is definitely, like I said, it, what we should say Ben saying. It's just it's going to be a fun match with these six. 
It's going to be one of those matches you don't necessarily want to sit for because you might miss something. I'm fat and I like to sit for most matches because a lot of times I'm just, all my energy is drained throughout the show. And he's tweeting. Yeah, that's okay. I, I, I understand how it is to tweet. I did try that once or twice and it gets exhausting. You miss something. I've been tweeting for four years. I'm not judging you for it. I'm just saying, and you're tweeting. I've actually had other fans ask me, like, why are you always on your phone? I'm like, because I'm fucking tweeting results. Man, you're in business, bro. I mean, also, there's some of us who still make it to the front row. Not naming any names. I don't have that kind of money, but you know who will be in the front row at Absolution? Not Peyton Vince. No, you know who will be? No. This guy. Okay. Oh, look at him. He took my spot. I'll be in the front row. Oh, no, I'm not sitting in your spot. I don't sit by you guys. I'm better than that. Well, thanks. Thanks, Mendel. You know it. I know that Spanish word. <laughs> uh, the AIW tag team title match. Best two out of three falls. Hot Sauce Entertainment versus Two Infinity and Beyond. How will this compare against the tag team match last year of Hot Sauce Entertainment versus Two Infinity and Beyond? I do have to say, though, the difference between this year and last year is I think there might be a bigger confetti item. Because I know last year they had the confetti cannon. I think they might go bigger. Cannon is a strong word for what that was. Yeah, but, I mean, you know how that goes. I hope they have sparklers. That'd be pretty funny. I'm hoping they get all the confetti out of the queue this weekend and they put them in the rafters of Mount Carmel. And then they just let it drop. I hope that they put Donald Trump in the rafters of Mount Carmel and let him drop. Ouch. I don't usually like voicing political things, but uh, I'm not going to say if I agree or disagree with you. I'm not saying that it should just be him. I mean, if we can get Hillary up there, too, and just drop him. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, let's drop everybody. Uh, draw my I don't need, draw my lines I don't need this in my life. I don't need this in my life. But back to this match of the back to this match, guys. A- A- Come on, let's, let's stay on track here, Peyton, for Christ's sake. You're taking us off road. This- hey, I'm sorry, I'm one of those like cars that go off road. I don't know. You're out of control, Peyton, with your crazy off road car antics. I'm so sorry. But the God, the tag team title match, Hot Sauce Entertainment versus two Infinity and Beyond. I'm I'm uh I, I think that Hot Sauce Entertainment retains. I mean, if you think about it. Oh, right, they have the titles, right? Still, I don't know. It's been that is correct. They do have them. Sometimes. But I think with Tyson Dukes uh, being on the Cruiserweight Classic, I think he's revitalized his career. He's ready to he's ready to take this title run all the way to the top. He's. I heard that he's signed to WWE allegedly, 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 allegedly. allegedly. All right, uh, I'm gonna pick Hot Sauce Entertainment as well. You know what? I'm gonna pick otherwise, and I'm. I think to infinity and beyond become the AIW Tag Team Champions once again. Alright. Uh, next match. Texas death match of Jock Sampson with Colonel Parker versus Dick Justice with Dutch Mantel. I'm gonna go... I gotta I gotta go for Dick. How about, uh, what about you, Peyton? I mean, Dick or Jock? Jock or Dick? I really don't know who to pick in this, but I want to say that I want to say that Jack wins over Dick. I'll be honest with you guys. I have this sick pit feeling in the pit of my stomach. Ever since Jack Samson did that during that beautiful wedding ceremony, ruining Dick Justice and Missy Missy Hyatt's wedding, and 
the fact that Missy Hyatt could go and do that to somebody like Dick Justice, such a great man. I'm worried that the issue with Dirty Dutch Mantel, I'm hoping that just, I hope Dutch isn't in Colonel Robert Parker's back pocket like Missy Hyatt was. It's, it would, it would literally, I would, I would, I would be sick to my stomach. I would be, I'd be sicker than I am right now. I don't know how I personally could go on, let alone a guy like Dick Justice. I hope for Dick's sake that Dick can go in there and Dick can ram Jock and just Dick. I hope Dick just beats Jock. I hope Dick, I need Dick. I need Dick, guys. I need Dick. Wow, Dustin really is desperate of Dick right now, man. I can't handle it. I mean, I know that, but who are you picking for this one? <laughs> Dick, we Someone need give you Dustin Dick. Dick, please. We need you, Dick. Dick, we need you. Dick. I love Dick. I always knew he loved Dick, but I didn't know he loved Dick this much. Sorry. I'm guys, a bigger I'm fan of Jack, I think, than Dick. I'm sure you are. This guy. Uh, yeah, pick a Dick. We all got our, all our picks in. How about the intense title match? I mean, I think we all kind of throw out our picks there. Alex Daniels versus Cedric Alexander versus Jerry versus Facade. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Alex Daniels. Yeah, Alex Daniels, top of the top of the class, top of the world right now. There's no way Alex Daniels is riding a wave, especially with Greg Iron in his corner. There's no way that Alex Daniels has a very long, intense title run ahead of him. Alex Daniels also for this guy over here. And the tag team match of the Duke and BJ Whitmer versus Frankie Flynn and his mystery co-star, uh, Duke BJ Whitmer, hands down. Well, I think that just it really depends on who the uh, co-star is with Frankie Flynn. I mean, if it's if it's if it is the passion John Thorne, I'm telling you, I after seeing after seeing what John Thorne can do yesterday, I'm I'd be scared if I were B.J. Whitmer and uh and the Duke. Peyton, you know what? I think as for me, I think it's going to be Frankie Flynn and his tag team partner, just because the ball's in Frankie Flynn's court. I think he has the advantage because he could pick out whoever he wants to for his tag team partner. So it could be anyone. So I think that's why that's exactly why I'm picking Frankie Flynn and his tag team partner over the Duke and BJ Whitmer. Tag team match. Well, the mixed tag team match, Johnny Gargano and Kenneth LeRae versus EC3 and Carly Perez. I'm unsure who to pick on this one. What are you, what are you guys picking? I think that this kind of comes down to almost like the lucha match where uh, you could pick up, you could easily pick a winner. I mean, I, I guess I would go Gargano, Candice, but I don't think that the winner necessarily means anything right now. I mean, unless uh, unless something happens and it leads to something in the next couple months, uh, I think this match is really going to be a just a. It's on the card for people to have fun. It's going to be one of those matches that has a very high possibility of stealing the show. We don't see Carly Perez wrestle very often anymore. Uh, her role on Lucha Underground is very not in ring involved. It's a lot of outside managing. Uh, I think it's just it's it's a it's definitely going to be an attraction. Uh, but if I guess if I had to make a pick, I would go Johnny and Candice. And I've been I, uh, I have to do the same thing. Of course, I've been saying mixed tag team match, but I think this is more actually intergender. But yeah, it's uh, it's all the same. I know it's not, but it's all the same. What are we saying, Peyton? Uh, I have to go with Dustin's prediction also with Johnny and Candice, but it will be fun overall to see this match. The former team of Betamax. So I mean, 
I think it's all. It's gonna be like you guys were saying. Overall, it's just a fun match. But I have to say, Gargano and Candice go over. If they're Betamax, does that make Johnny and Candice jaundice? <laughs> Possibly. That's, That's how you make a joke, Peyton. You're the make geriatrics jokes. and jaundice. That's how you make jokes, Peyton. I, I'm, I'm taking this off course. I'm at least taking it somewhere that matters. Well, you're saying taking notes. Could you at least get me notepads? Do you not have notepads? I thought you went to school. Well, yeah, I, once I was done, Come I had on, to get rid of them. You had to get rid of them? Don't yell at me. I, had I didn't have to. It was my choice. <laughs> You're done with school. Get rid of them. It explains a lot. Finish them. Got rid of all of his notes. Couldn't from, from the Ohio Center of Media. <laughs> Ohio Media School, Ohio Center for Broadcasting. Something like that. There's Neo Sports Insiders, Ohio Windy Report. Just well, whatever. Uh, I'm going to go with EC3 and... Maxine, or Carly Perez, or Derek Bateman and Maxine, whatever. Fancy. And we end it all with the championship match for the absolute title, Ethan Page versus Josh Prohibition versus Josh Alexander. I say Ethan Page walks out as champion again. Peyton? I have to say that I think the since his return, he is undefeated. Josh Alexander wins this match. Are you going to go with Josh Prohibition? Uh, me? Am I going to go with Josh Prohibition? Have I ever showed any favoritism towards Josh Prohibition? You're not, your name is not Adam Laporta, so... Well. I do love Josh Prohibition, guys. Um, I'm not going to go Josh Prohibition, unfortunately. Uh, I think that the two young, the two young guys in there, uh, I think he's going to hold his own. I think he's going gonna to teach him a thing or two about professional wrestling, but I think Ethan Page right I now... Ethan Page, Ethan Page is uh, is just on a roll on the Indies right now, and I think Ethan Page has much like Alex Daniels has a nice long run ahead of him. So that will do it for this section of the show. I want to thank you guys both for coming on, even though Peyton's audio has been completely horrible. Dogs barking in the background, but hey, we got through it. Uh, any final thoughts or plugs before we go, Dustin? All right. So you actually uh, have, have plugs now. You have real plugs now. I have. I Hold have on. some stuff to plug. Hold on. I got to take a second. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate Justin, it. Where, what are you doing? This is all is audio. I'm not sure what you're doing. I think he's talking about how much he loves dick. But <laughs> I think anyways. so too. I think he's just expressing his passion for dick. I understand. I love dick too. At least we don't love Jock. Am I right? For I sake, this guy. Anyways, I just uh, think the itch back, you know. I'm doing my plugs, Peyton. Please. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank I'll you. let you enjoy your hey. dick and your plugs. Please. So you can follow me on Twitter uh, at RevTintin. That's at R E V T I N T I N. Uh, I have a podcast network that's in the works. Uh, there's a f- couple episodes up right now. Uh, it's as of right now, it's just a wrestling show, and then there's also a separate MMA show. Um, there's only three episodes up right now on iTunes, if I'm not mistaken, two wrestling episodes and one MMA episode. There might still be three wrestling episodes up. I would have to check on that. Uh, the audio is not that great. I'm really, uh, working on it. I've been messing with a lot of stuff. I think I have the issues figured out. I would look for, uh, around mid-September for a lot more stuff or mid-August. I mean, about mid-August, I'll start rolling out things a little bit more, but if you want to follow that Twitter it's at like water audio. That's at like water audio. And you could like our Facebook page, uh, like water audio. 
uh, facebook.com backslash like water audio. Super simple. Um, like I said, there's there should be really good things coming from there. If you can uh, stomach the bad sound for the MMA episode, I think that the information in it's really good. Uh, I was talking about UFC 200 and it was previewing that. Uh, the guy I do that with does a really good job. He's really well informed. Uh, the wrestling show is kind of like this where it's just a couple fans they bring a fan in and me and him we just kind of go back and forth there's a little bit of a there's a couple like segments and things like that and uh we talk about what's going on in wrestling now and back then and things that could be happening in the future i'm proud of you You, you, thank you (laughs) thank you 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 just need to start sending me your shows before you post them well, no, uh, like I said, there was... Um, Unless you are getting better with that. Yeah, it's it's there was... Uh, I originally just had one microphone, and because of the room that I record in, it sounded really echoey. Uh, I'm sure there's a little bit of an echo because I'm in the same room still, but I'm trying to figure out a little bit of a better way to take no, care of that. It, it sounds a lot better. I'll just... Oh, good, good, good. A, a little tip is record stuff and find different ways to listen to it. Sorry, I didn't mean to snort. Like I said, I'm not feeling extremely well. Yeah, yeah no... Um, as in like then, like listen to listen to it through your regular headphones, listen to it through through a telephone, like saved on a phone, so like if somebody was listening to it that way, listen to it in a car speakers because that that'll always tell you a lot too. Because when I listen to most of my shows, it's in my work truck, as in the semi, so I hear things a lot different. And I think some of your more recent shows, I've had to turn my volume up all the way, and I'm using the dock connector for my uh, or USB connection instead of actually like through a auxiliary jack so i can only use the the volume on the actual radio and yeah, what, when, when i jack it all the way there? up it's still like not enough just what what happened there was uh i was like i said i was using one mic it was just a singular usb mic it's the mic that you're using right now pretty much i was using a blue studio mic and it was just echoey because of the room and then i traded that in for a uh an actual mixer and the uh, line-in connection for line-in 2 is actually split between left and right side. So when I would have the microphone in, it would only come through the left side or the right side. And I didn't realize that by keeping it in the center, I, like I said, it's all me learning now, but I got the adapter to connect both. So the audio issue should be completely gone. I mean, I'll I'll probably mess around with that a little bit more next week when I have a little bit more time, but I just got the connector yesterday, so... You or two also, days ago. You could also learn to how to mess with stuff in post too. Yeah, no. Um, unfortunately, just because I'm because of how I'm running things right now, I didn't. I don't have time. Well, at the time, I didn't really have time to sit there and mess with. Like, it's not on two separate tracks, so I couldn't boost somebody else's volume while boosting my volume. It literally would have been sitting there, and every time they talked, boosting it up. And it was more just about about getting it out so I could practice editing. Now that I got the editing situation relatively well, a lot of people have said that the editing is working well. It's more about just getting my sound right there. And I, like I said, I believe with the uh, with the an adapter that I found and the way it's working, everything should be peachy for the next episode that goes up. All right, and we've been letting him sit this whole time. We have uh, Peyton Vince. Uh, any final thoughts, plugs, and whatnot? Well, let me just start off with the plugs. And obviously, you guys all know my thoughts. Wrestling's cool. Go. <laughs> go indians go calves but anyways for the plugs follow me on twitter at peyton vince also you could find me on social media any other way with that it's just peyton, peyton vince. not to interrupt you peyton peyton not to interrupt you um like you interrupted hey, i didn't interrupt plugs. you too much um <laughs> justin where he said uh he's a fan of 
Can you go back and post and take the part where you said Dustin is great and just put that over the part? I was just gonna edit. I, I was just gonna edit up. Oh, I, I, I guess that works too. I just, I like my idea a lot. But anyways, for the plugs. Yeah, go ahead, Peyton. Go ahead, John. I know you like to interrupt people. Go ahead. I apologize. You better apologize. I did. But uh, anyways, follow me on Twitter at Peyton Vince. That's Peyton with an A. So I'll spell it out to you really quick. P-A-Y-T-O-N-V-I-N-C-E. That's all my Twitter, by all my other social media. Otherwise, check out the website I write for. It is NEO Sports Insiders. Once again, we have a Twitter. It is NEO Sports Inside, not Insiders. It is NEO Sports Inside on Twitter. Also, we have a Facebook page. Check it all out. Thank you so much for doing that. And just really something to thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me on, Dustin and Justin. Oh, thank, thank Justin. I'm just... I'm just the I'm just the patsy in this whole situation. Well, just take the compliment, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 technically my show and going up on my networks. It is it is purely your network. I want to point that purely. No, no, Justin no. Summers network. No, my networks. Oh, because, networks. Yes. Because there's the the main one. Thorsh is not the, necessarily the main one. The, the, now the side one, the Ohio Wrestling Network, which might be getting an overhaul and it might just turn into the Ohio Indie Report channel. But there is the plethora, the plethora of shows you can find on the Trending Topics Network that I'm on, such as Old School at the Movies, um, CFL Easy Picks, NFL Easy Picks, Anything Goes, Rasslecast, Spanish Announce Table, Squabble Box, and much, much more if you have the time, like I do, to listen to shows every single day. And there's, there's plenty enough for any person, whatever your interests are, pick and choose. It's why we call it the Trending Topics Network. So you can find me at Heavyset330, but of course I'll get into more of that towards the end of the show, so thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for having me, Justin. I, thank it's you always for a pleasure. It seems like there's a lot more space to speak for some reason in this episode. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know, it's just it's, it's, it's a different feeling. Maybe it's the room you're in, and I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, thanks, thanks for talking, guys. I gotta go to bed. All right. Good night. <laughs> And we'll be back right after this. You hear that reaction out there, Ray Monroe? That's why I do what I do. That's why I do this to myself, bro. Because I have something wrong in my head that says I need wrestling to make me happy. I need gratification from wrestling fans, the most passionate fans on the entire planet, the most passionate fans in any sport on this planet. I need them to respect me, bro. And I'm not quite sure, right? Right? I don't know why. But the fact of the matter is, something's wrong inside of my head. Because the only time I feel alive is doing something that will kill me, bro. And the fact of the matter is, bro, as big as you are, as strong as you are, you've never done anything like this, right? You don't need to do this, bro. You don't need to get beat up. Because you are never the underdog. You're always the top dog. Ring of Honor, AIW, JLIT, everywhere you go, but not me, Ro. I'm the underdog in and outside of that ring. Day to day, nobody believes in me, Ro. Nobody does, but I don't need that, Ro. All I need is myself. And that's why Absolution, one year ago, since I faced Nick Gage, since I beat Nick Gage, since I beat goddamn cancer, I'm gonna beat you. Not for wrestling, not for AIW, but for Tim Donst. Catchphrase. Tim Donst, I hear what you're saying. I see the passion in your words. 
but you think I'm a top dog and I've been a top dog and you're the underdog, the only reason that you're an underdog is because you're worried about my, about some, some little form of success that I've had. But what you fail to realize is I started this in 2003. I didn't break with Ring of Honor until 2012. What was I doing all those years? Just fighting and scratching. Tim Donst, you don't know the first thing about me. I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, poor, watching my dad kill himself every day, providing for our family. Breaking his back, didn't matter if he was sick or tired or hurt, he woke up, went to work, and did what he had to do. And I watched that every single day of my life. And you know what? I learned, I paid attention, I saw what it meant to be a man. So when I got to be a man, I did what I had to do. I provided, I did some things I'm not proud of, but I always made money for my family. And now I'm blessed. Now I finally earned a way to make my full-time living as a professional wrestler. The thing I've, only thing I've ever wanted to do since I was five years old. And somehow that takes away years of struggle. That takes away years of growing up poor. Tim Donst, I really, truly hope you enjoy pain. I truly hope for your sake that you like being hurt. Because on July 22nd, class is in session. And I'm going to show you exactly who the fuck Raymond Rowe is. And that will just about wrap everything up here on the Ohio Indie Report. But there's a lot of great things we have to go over one more time before we leave. And of course, the night is tonight, Absolution 11, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. We will see the Texas Death Max with Jock Sampson and Colonel Parker versus Dick Justice and Dutch Mantell. Raymond Rowe versus Tim Donst. Lewis Linden versus Zack Sabre Jr. Skade Jr., Steve Payne, and Gringo Loco versus DJ Z, Laredo Kid, and Bandolio. The AIW Tag Team Title Match, best of two out of three falls, Hot Sauce Entertainment versus Two Infinity and Beyond. Intense Title Match, Alex Daniels versus Cedric Alexander versus Jerry versus Facade. The Duke and BJ Whitmer versus Frankie Flynn and a mystery co star. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Versus EC3, a.k.a. Derek Bateman, versus Carly Perez, a.k.a. Maxine. And, of course, your absolute title match, Ethan Page versus Josh Prohibition versus Josh Alexander. And then, after that, we will have Girls' Night Out 18, Saturday, August 6, 2016, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady at Mount Carmel. After that, it will be AIW Against the World, Friday, August 26, 2016, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Then we have Bloodsport, Friday, September 9th, 2016, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And last, but certainly, certainly not least, we have the whole shebang, a farewell to Johnny Gargano, Friday, September 23rd, 2016, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Thank you for listening to the Ohio Indie Report right here on the Trending Topics Network and the Ohio Wrestling Network, respectively. And hey, and if you can't make it to the show, still thank you for listening, but you can catch all the results that I will be tweeting on Twitter at Ohio Report. And even when I don't do episodes, I still try 
to do the tweeting. I try to do it for other shows that I go to in the area. Not necessarily guaranteed for others, but definitely guaranteed for AIW. There is a lot going on in the next couple months, and there's a couple other shows that I've heard announced within the next couple months as well from other promotions, so a lot going on, but mostly these with AIW, and we still have Hell on Earth in November, and we have the December show, plus probably more. And of course, like I said, get a hold of us at Ohio Report on Twitter. That's the best contact info for this show. I have an email, but I normally don't use it. Normally, you don't need it for these this type of show. So, of course, you can follow me at Heavyset Three Thirty. Because that's the thing with this show. I'm, I'm at a crossroads because some people know me as Heavyset, and some people know me as Justin. So, and I realized in the intro, I didn't even say who I was. It's my bad, and I'm not going back to edit it. But figured if you're listening to this show, you know who I am already. So I will be front row for Absolution 11. Hope to see you there. And if not, like I said, Ohio Report on Twitter. No matter how you spell indie, we are the Ohio Indie Report. So we'll catch everybody next week. Thank you for listening. And this has been the Ohio Indie Report. But before we go, let's have a final promo from Josh Prohibition on his match at Absolution 11. In the summer of 2008, I had an absolute bombshell dropped on me. I was told that I had to get out of professional wrestling. I was told that I had to stop doing something that I had been doing my entire adulthood. And it wasn't a choice, it was forced upon me. And uh, to be honest, it happened so quickly, I don't think I understood the magnitude of what was going on until it was already over. So Johnny Gargano and I, we wrestled down at the Nautica Pavilion in front of about 2,000 people in about 95 degree heat. And at the end of that match, I was on my back. I lost my belt to Johnny Gargano. It was his coming of age. And there I went, out on my back like you're supposed to go. And I grabbed that microphone. And when I grabbed that microphone, I was very careful with the words that I chose. I did not use the word retire on purpose. I said that I was stepping away from professional wrestling. Because I really thought I was done. But honestly, in my heart, deep down inside, I was hoping that some miracle would happen. And I would get the opportunity to get back into a professional wrestling ring. And all of a sudden, at the end of that match, just like that, I was a former professional wrestler. I was a has-been. And I can't tell you how difficult that was for me to navigate. Because to be honest... Unless you've stepped in a wrestling ring, I don't think you can fully understand what it means to step out of a wrestling ring. The closest thing that I can tell you it's like, it's like having part of you amputated. It's like having your arm cut off. That's what it's like. It left this hole in my heart that nothing else can fill. And I don't want to downplay this. I have an amazing wife. I have an amazing family. I got two great daughters and a great job that I love that really complete me. But wrestling, wrestling was missing. It was gone. And I went to the shows. I went to see the boys. I made sure that I was around still. And that made it worse. Because I would sit in that crowd. And I'd watch these guys get in the ring. That I used to get in there with. That I used to tear it up with. And I was nothing more than a fan. And then by some miracle. Then by some chance. By some circumstance. I was allowed to wrestle again. It was like Christmas morning. The amount of joy that I had in my heart when I got the news that I could get back into professional wrestling. I thought it was a dream. And the two guys 
that welcomed me back with open arms were John Thorne and Chandler Biggins for Absolute Wrestling. <coughs> I can't tell you how thankful I am to those two men. Because I'd been gone for two years. I was a ghost. But they gave me a chance. And they not just gave me a chance. They put me in marquee matchups. They put me in there with some of the best wrestlers, not in the country, in the world. And I got in there, and it was like riding a bike. And I felt alive inside again when I got back in that wrestling ring. Here I am. I'm creeping towards 40. And I love it. I love that I'm creeping towards 40 and I'm still wrestling. And I'll be honest, I've looked back on my wrestling career. I'm an average wrestler. Average at best. I'm not the biggest. I don't have the best physique. I don't have the flashiest moves. I can't do flips off the top. I can't chain 20 moves together in a row because I'll be so blown up I'll have to tap out. But what I have is heart. I got more heart than any guy that steps in that ring. Because if you knock me down, I promise you, as long as there is air in my lungs and there is blood beating in my heart, I'm going to get up. Ask Ray Rowe. Ask Eddie Kingston. Ask Matt Cross. Because they came close to killing me and I still got up. I still beat them. So we're heading to absolution. I am in the main event. I am in the main event. I never thought I'd wrestle again, let alone see another main event. I never thought I'd step in a ring again, let alone have a title shot. And not just any title shot, not some po-dunk, middle-of-nowhere Ohio promotion. We're talking about absolute intense wrestling. One of the best promotions in the country. For their top belt, the absolute title. I have that chance. I've been blessed with that opportunity. And believe me, I'm taking nothing for granted. Because I'm wrestling on borrowed time. And a man that has nothing to lose is a dangerous man. And that's who I am. Because Absolution could be my last professional wrestling match. And I'm okay with that. Because I've done everything that I wanted to do in professional wrestling. And I'm wrestling on borrowed time. So at Absolution, me, Ethan Page, Josh Alexander for the Absolute title. Ethan Page, Josh Alexander. Do you remember when you were a couple of kids that used to pay your 15 bucks a month to come see me wrestle and defend my Canadian championship up in Toronto every month? Yes, Ethan Page, you, you pimple-faced 15-year-old punk, used to sit there and watch me as I cut my heel promos, as I defended my belt against the who's who of pro wrestling, as I beat Alex Shelley, Sonjay Dutt, Chris Saban, Okada, I beat them all up there. And you saw what I was willing to go through. You saw the lengths that I was willing to go to defend my belt. So can you even imagine what I'm willing to do to win? At absolution. You've thrown fireballs in my face. You've hit me with low blows. And I still got up. I promise you. There is nothing Ethan that you can do that's going to keep me down. And Josh Alexander I respect the heck out of you. You broke your neck. You never thought you'd wrestle again. But here you are. You've clawed your way into the main event. And this is an amazing story that you've told. It's amazing. But it's not your time. It's my time. Because I've clawed, because I've scratched, because I've bled my way to the top. And this old man, who thought he was done, has fought his way back into the title picture. And there will be a hell of a story. Because the kid from Cleveland, Ohio, in the best promotion that Cleveland's ever seen, is going to win the biggest title at the biggest show on the biggest stage that AIW has. 
because I'm going to leave it all in the ring. And when that bell rings, when that bell sounds to end that match, you're going to be looking at your new absolute title, champion. This is Tim Donst, and you are having the privilege of listening to the Ohio Indie Report.